So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, gigging pros? It's Jared Judge. Welcome to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. I am once again outside after the gym, and it is 20 degrees, but I was listening to an audiobook. I've been really digging Alex Hormozzi lately, and I started reading his Gym Launch Secrets book on Audible. I'm not a gym owner. I never have plans to be a gym owner, but I believe in the gold nuggets that we can learn and take away from any material, even if some of the author's beliefs we don't agree with, although Alex is not red flaggy. There are some authors I've read that are red flaggy, but I still take away some good stuff from them. But one of the ones that, uh, one of the beliefs that Alex keeps bringing up in this book that I feel is so important for us as musicians is belief in our music and belief in our product. So our product is music, but there's a bit more to it than I think most musicians realize is that we have to believe in our musical product's ability to change other people's lives. So much so that, you know, if you don't believe in your music's ability to do that, you're going to have a hard time selling your product consistently. And when, of course, when I say selling your product, I mean booking gigs. So this reminds me of a conversation I once had with a musician back in the day uh, where, you know, he wanted, he ran a uh, blues trio and he, he and I kind of, we didn't get into a fight, but we got into a debate because he did not want to go out and market his music. And he, in a, I forget the exact situation, but there was like a client who was debating between his act and somebody else's act. And he did not want to, you know, help them make their decision. He wanted to just, hey, they've seen my videos, they can make their own decision. And I encouraged him to reach out and have a conversation with that person so that he could actually sell his services. But he didn't want to. He said, you know, if they want to go with the other group, that's totally fine. And like, yes, it is totally fine, except if you believe that your product, your musical product is life-changing and is the superior option because you believe in it so much, then you actually have a moral obligation to help them make the right choice, right? You don't know what goes on underneath the hood of another musical act. You know, maybe they don't use a tool like BookLive and the communication is so disorganized and makes for a bad experience for that client so that they're stressed out leading up to the day of the wedding. But you know that your act is, you know, not just musically awesome, but administratively incredible and tight so that they'll have a perfect experience. They'll say that you were the easiest vendor to work for, with for their wedding and you believe so much in the superiority of your product, then yeah, you're doing them a disservice by not helping them make the right choice. But it really does boil down to belief. So of course, the first component of belief is you got to believe that your music is excellent, that you really take it to the next level musically you know, that your music is super appropriate. It's tuned specifically for the type of event that 
they're hiring you for. And if you don't believe that, that that's where I'd start. It's like, if you want to play corporate gigs, is your act actually appropriate for corporate gigs? And if you don't believe that, you're going to have a hard time selling. But two, you also have to believe that your act is, you know, all of the soft skills, all of that is superior. I mentioned before, like using BookLive to me makes my planning process with a client so smooth and user-friendly and fun that I know that, you know, I've, I've actually had some people who their other act has canceled on them and then they come to me and book me and they say, oh my gosh, the experience of working with you is night and day compared to the other one that I was working with. It's like, you're darn right it is. Because <laughs> I know it. I believe it. So, you know, there are other components of belief that you could have. But those to me are like the main two when it comes to booking and playing private events. Is, is your act actually tuned for those specific types of private events? Not every, you know, gig. A gig is not just a gig. That was one of the first episodes I ever recorded was a gig is not a gig. It is a wedding to somebody. It is a funeral to somebody else. It is a 50th birthday party for somebody else. It is a corporate event launching a new product to somebody else. And your act can specifically serve different types of events. And you have to serve them differently. So you have to believe in your ability to do so. And the second is your ability as a band leader, as a client customer service person as a uh you know as a marketer and all of those things form the basis of your belief so my encouragement to you is if you don't believe in yourself look inward think about those two criteria and how can you get to a point where you believe so deeply in what you do that it makes it a no-brainer to sell and then you actually believe that you know i have to help these people make the right decision otherwise they're going to suffer in the long run because I didn't help them. So that's it for now. Uh, thanks for tuning into a short episode of the Gigging Musician podcast. Uh, by the way, get your free copy of the Gig Vault at openthegigvault.com. And remember, your music will not market itself. Take care, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you like this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.